It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The college football playoff is officially expanding. Did they get it right, though? Also, year one of Shohei Otani as a Dodger has some pretty high expectations, as you might expect. And T. Higgins over Brandon Ayuk? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. The NCAA has never heard of the adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They decided um, it's broke, but we're going to fix it. And then we're going to add tweaks that maybe no one was asking for. Okay, so the new college football playoff from 4 to 12, but now the four highest ranked conference champions only will be seated one through four. And everyone else has got to fight for the rest five through 12, leaving someone like Notre Dame, if they're the number one overall team in the nation, out of the top four. Spencer McLaughlin from Locked On College Football joins me now. And Spencer, this seems like a solution in search of a problem to me. Can you make the case for why this makes sense? Yeah, I mean, the move to a five plus seven format makes a whole heck of a lot of sense, actually, with the Pac-12's implosion, RIP. But I, I, I think that for college football, there are so many changes going on right now. It can be hard to keep track of you know, what's happening? Why is it happening? Is this good? This is actually a good change. Now, it's not good that this change has to happen to go to the five plus seven instead of the six plus six, but it's good that it has happened because what you're going to have now in the playoff is it'll be comprised of the five highest ranked conference champions plus seven at-large teams, which will be the next seven highest ranked teams in the college football playoff standings, just as we have seen them unveil, you know, in their top 25 for the last couple of years. So, it will certainly get complicated and dicey, and we'll have the same conversations that a lot of people think are going to be fixed in a 12-team playoff. We're just going to have them about teams that have a much lower chance of actually winning a national championship, which is why I'm opposed to expansion of the playoff, but this is where we are, and they might not even be done expanding the playoff one day because they haven't agreed to a format for 2026 and beyond. But for the next two years, you'll have the five highest-ranked conference champions so that the group of five can get a team into the playoff every single year because you only have four power conferences so the next team that gets in is like what happened with Liberty this year. They went undefeated. They won Conference USA. They were ranked above SMU, who won the American. They got into the Fiesta Bowl. They got drubbed by Oregon, but they had an opportunity to do that. So the right. group of five who, you know, got into the 12 or the 14 playoff rather and were wanting more access, they get guaranteed access to it with at least one team every single season. I think it'll probably be one team every year. You would need a pretty remarkable set of circumstances to, to get multiple G5 teams in there. But this move makes sense because if you had kept it where the format was, which was six plus six, that model was created with the Pac-12 existing. But the Pac-12 does not exist, right? At least not uh, technically speaking. Legally speaking, it does. It is still an entity. But they don't have eight teams in there, which is the minimum. They have two. And they have a two-year grace period to try and rebuild that conference. But in the meantime, Oregon State and Washington State automatically getting into the playoff every year. Yeah, that wouldn't have made any sense. So you would have had two group of five champions getting in. That's why this five plus seven move makes a lot of sense. 
this seems like to set it up this way almost incentivizes people to say, we're not going to branch off on our own. We're going to stay in the, the conferences such as they are. And someone like a Notre Dame, hey, go join the ACC, go join the Big Ten, go figure this out if you want to play with the big boys. It almost seems like they are encouraging some of the things that there have been complaints about when it comes to the the coalescing of teams around these what are now power conferences. Well, I, I think that it depends on which conference you are currently competing in, because I think if you're in the Big 12 or the ACC, this should actually incentivize you to play tough games because now you have an extra at-large berth available. Well, who is that in theory going to go to? The Big 10 and or the SEC, because those are the best conferences. So those teams are going to get a benefit of the doubt on their schedule because there is still a, a subjective element to this playoff. There always will be in college football. There are too many teams. You have to have a selection. You can't have a 128-team playoff. You can't have the equivalent of what you see in uh, the, the National Basketball Association, for instance, which which I just laid out the acronym for reasons I can't even explain right now. The NBA gets 20 of its 30 teams into the playoff, which I think is absurd, and I think it's really, really dumb on the part of the NBA. If the equivalent in college football would be 60% of 128. I can't do that math really well right off the top of my head, but you would have wow. dozens and dozens of teams. You can't do that. You can't do that. So you have to have a subjective committee to, to put teams in. And the, the five plus seven format incentivizing conference championships, certainly it doesn't help Notre Dame, but the 12 team playoff helps Notre Dame a great deal because they always play a really strong schedule. They've got some built in rivalries with teams like USC that are, are going to bolster their strength of schedule schedule and give them opportunities for quality wins. So I don't think they're going to be hurt by it in, in a big way. I think this is the right move. Given the landscape, it shouldn't have had to come to this, but this is where we are at and this move had to be made. Stay up to date all year on college football by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On College Football on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, Shohei Otani has set the Dodgers' expectations so high that he can't not meet them. Before we get to that, UConn faced a tough test in Creighton last night. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. You can just build a regular old same-game parlay for even bigger payouts. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. Joel Embiid out of the MVP race. The Joker moves to the forefront FanDuel likes Nikola Jokic to win MVP with his odds minus 125, a minus odds favorite. Shea Gildas Alexander, second best at plus 210. Luka Doncic at plus 850. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is the last player with better than 10 to 1. The Greek freak checks in at 9 to 1. That is the bet to make. Trust me. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA and official sports book of Locked On. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Creighton Blue Jays gave the Connecticut Huskies all they could handle on Tuesday night as they handed the number one team in the country its third loss of the season. Being a top-ranked team just isn't what it used to be. UConn is just the latest in a long line of top teams, number one teams to go down this season. Aaron Judge said his toe is healed to the point he can play, but it'll never be healed 100%. Yeah, it's just going to be, a, I think, a constant maintenance, I think, the rest of my career. It's just something, you know, anything with injuries like that, um, you just got to stay on top of it so it doesn't doesn't flare up again or something doesn't happen again. So we're feeling good right now. We're out there. We're moving. We're grooving. So um, let's, we're going to try to keep it that way. On the ice, the Ottawa Senators made a furious comeback only to see it fall apart in overtime to the Florida Panthers. Look, after 40 minutes, the Panthers were up 2-0. It didn't seem like the Sens were getting anything cooking. And then they end up tying this game up. It goes to overtime. Not the result you'd ultimately want, but a lot better than things could have been, eh, Martian? Yeah, I mean, thank God for that third period, Pilsy, because otherwise we would have almost nothing to talk about other than slamming the boys, which we're not going to do because we're just fine tonight, just fine so everything's gonna be okay um you get the point out of it you come out of there with uh you know three to four points out of florida which is you know if you if you would have told us that a week ago we would have been like yeah that sounds great let's do that uh unfortunately they lost those games to anaheim and chicago um that would have been a big difference for the sense in the standings and the washington capitals drop the new jersey devils the capitals pick up two huge points Hi, this is Dan Holmey of Locked On Capitals. Well, Capitals fans, that is how you do it. The Capitals get on the board first, which is always a recipe for success. Connor McMichael scores two goals. Alex Ovechkin scores two goals. Dylan Strom scores a goal. And Michael Scarbosa, the Capitals offense, was firing on all cylinders. We couldn't ask for anything more. The only downside, of course, is that Nick Dowd left the game with an injury. Uh, He did not play in the second or third third period, but Charlie Lindgren dialed in and the Capitals offense killing it six to two. Uh, they took advantage of a Devils team that sits directly on top of them in the standings and they took advantage of a Devils team that has issues in net. a huge win for the Capitals. Let's hope they can keep it rolling. Here is another story you need to know. A month from now, the Los Angeles Dodgers will head to Korea to open the 2024 season whether or not they will have their 700 million dollar man at least for the moment is somewhat of a question Shohei Otani off-season elbow surgery he has taken live pitching but he has not played yet for the LA Dodgers Jeff Snyder from Locked On Dodgers joins me now and and Jeff uh, this was the story of the off-season Shohei Otani going from the Angels to the Dodgers What is your concern level that a guy that the Dodgers just spent three quarters of a billion on is already hurt? Well, he was hurt when they spent it. So uh, I I think my concern level is pretty close to zero. Um, They didn't sign Shohei Otani to play in two games in Korea in March. They signed him to play for the next 10 years. And so 
you know, I am pretty optimistic that he will be ready to go to play in those two games in Seoul. Uh, like you said, we've got o- almost a month uh, before those games happen. And so I expect him to be ready, but they play those two games and then they have a week off before, you know, quote unquote opening day where they come back and actually play here in the United States uh, and start, you play the last 160 games of their season. I'd be really surprised if he's not ready for those. And obviously I would be a bummer if he's not ready by Korea, uh, but it wouldn't be the end of the world. And I do expect him to be ready. The marketing opportunities alone um, seems like it would be really nice to have Shohei Otani there. The other part of this though, Jeff, is even if, yes, he can go and he can play this season. We're talking about a guy who is 29 years old and is a phenomenon precisely because he does more than the average, if you're going to call him a slugger, than the average hitter or pitcher. And so that complicates the the long-term trajectory. We just have no roadmap for how someone like this is going to age, how, how that will affect their body. We've never seen in the modern age someone do it. Yeah, uh, and not just in the modern age. Like, I mean, pretty nobody's ever done it at the level that he has for right. as long as he already has. Um, and yeah, I don't expect Shohei Otani to pitch the whole 10 years of his contract with the Dodgers. Uh, I do expect him to get a good five years or so of pitching in. Uh, and, and for me, like, you know, $700 million is a fun number to throw out. It's really 450, 460 million bucks over 10 years, which is still a lot of money. But I mean, just offensively. Shohei Otani would would have won the AL MVP last year, even if he hadn't thrown a single pitch. He was the best hitter in the league last year. And that's not going to go away. You know, that he may have a little bit of a slow start this year because of the, the rehab or whatever. But Shohei Otani is an elite hitter and a close to elite pitcher, if not elite pitcher. And so even if he only pitches for half of the contract, he's still easily worth even just if we're talking about on the field, he's worth the money they're going to pay him. Throw in the fact that they're going to make more than what they're paying him in, in you know, all the endorsements and publicity and all that stuff, all the different ways you can make money off Shohei Otani. It's a no-brainer. And uh, the I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that what he provides on the field is just, just a bonus. But, I mean, he is so valuable on and off the field that any little thing like, you know, well, will he pitch all 10 years or only five or six of them? It doesn't really concern me that much because of the value he's going to bring as a hitter. All right, let's let's narrow this down and frame it in, in terms of this season because the, for whatever long-term concerns there may be, um, it, he's still a, a, a guy right now in his physical prime. So what does he bring to the Dodgers uh, that that they were missing that can take them to the next level? Because that's why you go out and you spend – okay, what we're talking about in practical terms is more like half a billion dollars. Uh, what What is he going to bring that they need? Um, I mean, it's that the dangerous spot in the lineup. Uh, when you already have Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman at the top of the lineup, you know, two years ago, they had the, the big three of Mookie and Freddie and Trey Turner. Well, you're replacing Trey Turner with Shohei Otani. Like Trey Hurt, Turner's a, a really good ball player. Not a word. He's not yeah. Shohei Otani, you know? And so as exciting, and that team with Mookie, Freddie and Trey, they won 111 games in the regular season. Like that was a really, really good team. Now you're replacing Trey Turner with Shohei Otani. Uh, You know, it's, it's just a huge upgrade and just Otani enough. Like I said, when the Dodgers signed him, I might've said it to you. Uh, A lot of people thought that I was just being a selfish Dodger fan, but I said, 
this isn't a complete offseason. They need to do more than just Otani because Otani makes them better. But I mean, last year they had JD Martinez at DH last year. JD Martinez was he made the all-star team as a DH. He was a good hitter. And so Shohei is an upgrade for sure. He's not as much of an upgrade for the Dodgers as he would have been for a team that had a lousy DH last year. Uh, but the Dodgers had other holes. And that's why they went and got Yoshinobu Yamamoto and why they got Tyler Glasnow and why they tra- uh, signed Teoscar Hernandez you know, to fill in those other holes. So Otani kicked off a really good offseason. And yeah, he is the big name and he he is probably maybe the best hitter in this Dodgers lineup, which is saying something since the Dodgers had two guys finish second and third in the MVP voting last year. Stay up to date all year on the LA Dodgers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Dodgers on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, T. Higgins is the pick over Brandon Ayuk if you're looking for the best wide receiver upgrade. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and their best price guarantee, GameTime makes the guesswork out of buying tickets. GameTime has plenty of last-minute tickets to your favorite team. They also make it easy to get in the gate with flash deals and zone deals. GameTime makes it easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, and they've got views from the seats in the venue. GameTime has the lowest price Guaranteed. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, new Game Time users get $20 off their first purchase with the code Locked On. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, the lowest price guaranteed. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every team could use an upgrade with their pass catchers, and there could be some good players available. As Locked On Titans host Tyler Rowland says, T. Higgins is the guy to go after. If the Tennessee Titans trade for a wide receiver, I'm still rolling with T. Higgins over Brandon Ayuk. My name's Tyler Rowland, host of the Locked On Titans podcast. Look, T. Higgins is set to be a free agent, probably going to get the franchise tag. Brandon Ayuk is about to play on his fifth-year option. Both of those players could be traded, and I am against a trade personally, as I've said, but if the Tennessee Titans do make a trade and then give a long-term deal to one of these players, I am rolling with T. Higgins. Number one, T. Higgins is a bigger man. He's four inches taller at six foot four compared to six foot for Brandon Ayuk. He's also a year younger at 25 years old compared to 26 years old, which Ayuk will be here soon. Also, you have to factor in Will Levis, who is great at throwing the deep ball. T. Higgins is a guy who can get down the field and win contested catch situations. And T. Higgins is a hometown kid being from Tennessee and has that connection with Brian Callahan. If you just said, who's better, Brandon Ayuk or T. Higgins, I would say Brandon Ayuk, the best volume receiver by yards per route run against man coverage last year in the NFL. And receivers are measured by how well they handle man versus man. Ayuk is the guy. But how much does Ayuk benefit from being in the Kyle Shanahan offense? Sure, you can say T. Higgins benefits from playing with Joe Burrow. But we also know T. Higgins in those situations. Just give him a chance 
and he will go up and get it. He can win in contested situations. He can get open for himself. He can bail you out. He can be a red zone player. Why do the 49ers funnel their offense through Debo Samuel? Why does the offense break down when Debo is out? Kyle Shanahan is arguably the best game planner, game game caller, and play designer in the league. And yet he chooses to run his offense through someone else. If you're looking for an offense-proof, a QB-proof receiver, it may well be T. Higgins. But if you ask me who the better guy is, if I get to put one of them with Joe Burrow, ironically, I'd rather have Ayuk. If I could put him with an elite quarterback. But if I'm trying to build something, if I'm the Titans and I'm Will Levis, I'd rather have the guy who I can just huck it to and he can go make a play. And finally... Spring training brings some fun matchups between teammates in live batting practice. Sometimes they can go awry in hilarious ways, like it did in Goodyear, Arizona for the Reds. Hunter Green was pitching against Ellie De La Cruz when the talented shortstop hit a foul ball into the parking lot where the players parked. The victim, Green's SUV. When asked if he was going to pay for Green's window that he damaged, De La Cruz simply said, he makes more money than me. Doesn't matter if you're a superstar baseball player. There's always a hierarchy, and it's on the contract. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, who is under the most pressure for the second half of the NBA season? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.